Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. You could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Russell Jackman, uh, as uh, Vern Glenn is off today. And uh, this is the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. And at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And uh, when we come back, we have a special guest, uh, former Raiders safety Burgess Owens, who was part of the 1980 championship team that beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That's one where it's like, I could have made a million dollars because I knew the Raiders were going to beat Ron Jaworski and the Eagles. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, barely. I mean, I, you know, you're talking about I was 10 years old, so it was not, you know, it was an earlier part of my life. Yeah. But people weren't, nobody was taking bets at the, uh, in the fourth grade, <laughs> you know, they weren't, they weren't covering action in the third and fourth grade no, not, out, not, out not, of Del Mar school. No, no. Okay. I gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Uh, let's see here. This uh, segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding, get this, 7.5%. And with the Fed dropping interest rates, where else can you get 7.5% secured by real estate very conservatively? Uh, check them out. Yeah, <laughs> Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. And I think I heard uh, Burgess on the phone there. Burgess, you're with us, right? Burgess? Oh, not yet. Okay, not yet. <laughs> he'll he'll be with us. Uh, so uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to interview Burgess. Oh, oh, he, we lost well, him. He'll he'll have to call. He'll, I'm sure he'll call right back. That's what we call technical difficulties. Yeah, uh, Burgess is a good guy, though. Yeah, we had, yeah. We had, on, we had him on a couple of years ago, and I met him in back in like 1992 in Sacramento at, at a. Uh, I used to be the uh, the reporter for a newsletter called The Bounce, and there was a Raiders event that was going on out there. I don't even remember what charity it was for, but Otis Sistrunk was there, and Burgess, Mer- uh, Burgess Owens was there, and yeah, I almost said Meredith. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> How many other Burgesses are there? Not, not too you know. many of them. Yes. I know. It's funny because his last name is Owens, so sometimes you want to go Owen Burgess. Well, I really do because my brother's name is Owen. Oh, gotcha. So it really does make me want to say that. It's funny. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back.
Alcatraz Cruises is launching its third annual Buy One, Get One Free, or BOGO, ticket promotion. Although Alcatraz Cruises tours often sell out during the year, it's a priority to educate the community about the robust history of the island. As a result, Alcatraz Cruises wants to encourage local residents to experience the assets that make Alcatraz Island one of the country's most visited national parks. Offered only to Bay Area residents, this special buy one, get one free ticket promotion is available only on select dates in January and February. For more information, visit AlcatrazCruises.com slash BOGO. That's AlcatrazCruises.com slash B-O-G-O. To book this special offer, Bay Area residents can call 415-981-7625. That's 415-981-7625. Or purchase tickets at the ticket booth located at Pier 33, Alcatraz Landing. Nestled off the coast of Northern California and deep in the Redwood Forest is a high adventure, completely unlike anything you've ever experienced. Sonoma Canopy Tours invites you to experience new heights with two unique courses, each a two-and-a-half-hour guided eco-tour that includes multiple zip lines, sky bridges, a majestic spiral staircase, and a rappel to the forest floor, where you'll be immersed in the unparalleled beauty of the world-famous California coastal redwoods. It's an adventure you'll never forget. Whether you're a first-timer or a veteran zipliner, Sonoma Canopy Tours has an exciting experience tailored just for you. An unforgettable adventure soaring from tree to tree, enjoying nature in a spectacular way. From panoramic forest views to thrillingly deep ravines, it's an adrenaline rush like no other, right in the heart of Sonoma County and just 30 minutes west of Santa Rosa. Plan your zipline adventure today. Contact Sonoma Canopy Tours at 888-494-7868 or go to SonomaCanopyTours.com. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Russell Jackman. On the phone, we have former Raiders safety Burgess Owens, who was part of the 1980 championship team that uh, beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Burgess, welcome back to the Best of Investing. And thank you so much. Looking forward to chatting with you and Russell. What's yours? Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, now, the audience didn't know this, but uh, we found out not too long ago you're actually running for Congress now, aren't you? I am. You know, it's interesting because I, I'm one of those guys uh, who said many, for many, many years, never, ever, ever would I be a politician. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, what happens is it's interesting. I, uh, I've had a desire since I left the game in 83 to work and, 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 and spend some time with at-risk kids. So I've been doing that for the last couple of years. And, uh, and as we work with young men and women coming out of the juvenile system, make sure they don't go back in and, and, and having some success with it, I realized about maybe nine months ago that 
uh, my kids here in Utah, kids across the country, do not have a chance unless we unless we went back to house. Uh, we need to make sure the policies are, 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 and, and, are on their side to make sure they can go out and have a good chance and live the American dream like we all have a desire to do. So it was a decision then, and I'm really excited about it, and, and we're making a, making a good run at it for sure. And you're running the, for the Democratic seat, right? No, we're running for, running for the Republican seat. There's oh. a seat that, that Mia, Love, Mia Love lost uh, uh, back a couple years ago, and uh, Ben McAdams now, the Democrat, is actually in that seat. Uh, the, the district I'm running in is a very, very deep red district. Uh, the values are, are, are the ones that I grew up in deep down, down to Tallahassee, Florida, you know, God, country, patriotism, uh, all those things that I think keep that hope alive in many Americans that just, just want to make sure they can one day live the American dream. And so with those values here, I, I want to make sure I can represent that, take that to D.C. versus having D.C. values come here. So oh. we're real excited about it and I look forward to, to making make a difference. By the way, you can find me at Burgess, the number four, Utah.com. Okay. And Burgess, um, Vern wasn't here, Vern Glenn uh, from Channel 5, who's uh, our other co-host. But he said, when, uh, because when you interview uh, Burgess, ask him this question. Uh, and, and, and Vern is very good about being just kind of middle of the road. He doesn't really, you know, let you know conservative or, or, uh, or liberal. He just kind of yeah. says it like it is. So he wanted to find out uh, what your opinion of Bernie Sanders was, uh, like the kind of socialist he is. Because I guess there's different kinds of socialists. Yeah, there is, and and I'll be excuse me, I'll be right up front. It's important that we do understand the, the ideology. So I'll, I'll be very very upfront with you because I watched what uh, what socialism, Marxism, and communism can do to any society. I kind of grew up in a great community in Tallahassee in the '60s, segregated, uh, KKK, all those things. But the community I had was built on the on the on the concepts that our country has been built upon: uh, free market, education. Uh, a great love of our, our history and understand that the Constitution allows all of us to one day live the American dream. Uh, Bernie is a Marxist. Uh, Bernie is a socialist. Uh, Bernie's idea is, is so different than, than, than we here in this country, the Judeo-Christian values that our country was built upon, that allows us, every single generation, to, look, to be better at looking at each other from inside out versus outside in. Everything that's going to come out of Bernie's mouth is divisive. It's breaking up black and white young and old, um, uh, rich and poor, I mean, you name it, that's what they do. Our goal, my goal, and, 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 the, and, the, and the vision of our country is we look at character, we look at meritocracy, we look at the opportunity that everyone in this country has the opportunity to find their dreams and, 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 and happiness if they go at it the right way. Uh, so uh, so my, I'm, 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 I am happy that, that Bernie is now at the front point. We need to have this conversation, guys. We need to know what our country stands for, and we have a chance to finally do that. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because, you know, this is coming from someone like you who said he grew up in a, uh, a very segregated uh, community. You know, you don't usually hear that from someone who, who was brought up, um, you know, with the kind of race issues that were going on when you were younger. And can, can, I, can I speak to that? Because this is why it's so important that we learn our true history. Uh, Karl Marx said back in the 1800s, the first battleground is the rewriting of history. If we learn our history, we learn what we've done, we the people together, even when we weren't, we're still trying to get it right, we weren't perfect, but this country is one that, first of all, roots to the underdog, that, that, that pays, pays anyone who understands the idea of meritocracy, and anyone who goes into business that learns how to, to serve their community becomes very wealthy. Uh, my community, just, just a little, little, little background in context, the black community in the 40s, 50s, and 60s 
led our country in the growth of the middle class. Men matriculated from college. Men committed to marriage over 70% and over 40% of, of entrepreneurs. There was no other, no other community that was as competitive, minority community, mm. as the black community. That's because we were tied into the American dream. We were tied into the concepts of our forefathers, which is education, God, industry, and family. Those four tenets allowed us to truly live a, a, a blessed, blessed life. And again, I, I grew up in, in the 60s, and I saw it. So it's not hypothetical to me. Yeah. It's important that we get back to that and make sure our country recognizes we can all get there if we fight against the godless ideology of Marxism and socialism. Well, uh, and we're, we're definitely going to talk a little football uh, in, a, in a bit, but uh, Vern also wanted to find out if you think that anyone can beat Trump. Anybody can beat? Can beat Trump. I'm, I'm sorry? Uh, if anyone can beat Donald Trump right now. I, I, I don't think so. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, guys. <laughs> First of all, Americans are feeling good, and they're, they're feeling. When I say feeling good, they're feeling good in their pocketbooks. Mm -hmm. you know, we have the lowest unemployment in black for Black Americans, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans. Um, I mean, across the board, uh, veterans. We have that kind of success, and you have someone standing for America, saying America's first. Bring back these manufacturing jobs here. Uh, then it, you know you have, for instance, in, in my community, the Black community. A, a race that voted 8% for, for President Trump, for Canada Trump, was almost four years ago, that now 35%, according to Rasmussen poll, are trending toward present for, for um, uh, voting for President Trump. So we have we have Americans waking up saying, I love this American dream. I, I don't want to be told that we cannot get along. So I personally believe that he's, particularly with, with what he's up going up against as socialists, uh, that he's going to win this big time. Well, especially if he brings home the troops. A lot of people don't realize that uh, Obama had actually sent over more troops overseas for fighting the war than Bush did. A lot of, a lot of people don't don't uh, realize that. One other thing uh, Vern wanted to ask, and again, because it's only I'm only asking this stuff because he's not here. And by, by the way, I, I miss Vern. I, I remember. Yeah, I miss miss talking with him. So let him know. I yeah. do remember our, our conversation. Absolutely, he'll, he'll probably get a okay. podcast of this. Um, uh, what about the sudden resignation of Chris Matthews from MSNBC? What do you think about it's that? Interesting. Well, uh, you know, I, I, it's it's interesting because I've, I've watched the left go after conservatives. Um, it's interesting to now see that they're actually doing the same to their own. Um, I don't know a lot about what happened with, with Chris Matthews. I, have, I really have not dug deep into that. Obviously, whatever he was doing was not, uh, uh, was not good or he would have fought, fought to, uh, to stay in there. But at the least, I mean, I, it's, it's one of those things that to me is not a real major factor. I, I, would, like, I would like to say this regarding what we just talked about before. Uh, what we're seeing with President Trump, and this is why it's so important for Americans across the board, what we all expect, and here in this, my district and across the country, is two things. We expect fairness and people keeping their word. We all, we just want to be, no matter what side of the aisle we're on, fairness yeah. and keeping your word is, 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 is paramount on both sides. And that's actually what we're seeing now. We're seeing a, the last three years of a party being very unfair, and we're seeing in my particular district someone who, uh, who ran as a moderate is saying has not kept his word in terms of what he's going to represent. So I think we're coming back to where we can finally start having conversations. And that's what I look forward to. Across the board, every single, uh, no matter what party we're part of, if we focus on our solution, uh, on, on education for our kids, make sure that God is, is available to all of us, no matter what our faith might be, that every man and woman who wants to work can find a job and work, and that the family unit in which we respect womanhood 
God, womanhood, and, and, and understand our, the responsibility of men to make sure that happens, we will be a great country and one that we can all be excited about and give it to our kids. All right. Hey, hey Burgess, we, we, this is great stuff. We're gonna, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of little football <laughs> since this is a sports show. Uh, we're going to cut to our first commercial break. And, again, if you know the answer to this question, don't say anything until we come back from break. First trivia question, uh, who was the only Jets player to score on a kickoff return in the 1970s? So in the 1970s, there was only one Jets player to score on a kickoff return. Who was that player, all right? Uh, stay with us. You are listening to Sports Econ 101, and we are going to be right back. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. This is Mark Honf, co-host of The Best of Investing. Can you believe how long we've been living in this era of low interest rates? It's been for most of this decade. And when we were all expecting rates to go up this year, now we're finding out that low rates will likely continue through 2020. If you're among the rapidly growing segment of people entering retirement age, I'm sure you're concerned over the challenge of growing your retirement savings. And you're not alone. Pacific Private Money has a solution for those seeking ways to significantly boost yields you earn on your retirement savings. And we do it with safety and security features not found in traditional investments like stocks and mutual funds. For more information on how you can supercharge your retirement savings with annual yields of 7% or more, that's right, 7% or more, contact us at 415-883-2150 or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed CalDRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy.
Welcome back to Sport Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. Vern is off today. First trivia question, who was the only Jets player to score on a kickoff return in the 1970s? Russell, do you know the answer? I was just going to throw out Eric Metcalf. Okay. I can't. Uh, now Burgess, do you know the answer? Yes, yours truly. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, I, mean, I thought... Yeah. Back, back, back when the body would just respond to, to, to your mind to a command. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, this is funny because I was I was doing a little a little research because I was trying to remember you know which I knew you had a Super Bowl ring but I was trying to remember which one, yeah. and I see in in Wikipedia that you were the only Jets player because you played for the Jets prior to the Raiders in 1973. In the, all the 1970s, there was only one kickoff return, and amazing. it was Burgess. That's why he says you got a layup question for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering. I go. I wonder if he even knows that about himself. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and could I can I just add a little bit? I want to add a little little business uh, sure. uh, kind of perspective when I think about what the Raiders did in those days and the Jets. Uh, for, for many many of the young audience out there don't realize that the the Raiders used to win football games all the time in those days. Oh yeah, Motley Crew, and actually it was a it was a an environment that players wanted to be with because Al Davis had this idea. He had this focus. All the other stuff did not matter. I mean, it didn't matter. Uh, the politics of the of, of the of the of the, uh, the country didn't matter. The uh, the color of the player didn't matter. It was all about just win, baby. He had this environment, and I, I kind of equate it to our country. Uh, those who needed a second chance, they could not fit on any other team. They were too old, too rebellious, hmm. whoever. They fit just right with the Raiders because at the end of the day, they came to this culture and gave their very best. Many of us realized this was our last chance. <laughs> This is it. If we don't do it right this time, it's, it's over. Well, what, ha- what happened uh, with, with you specifically with uh, going cause, uh, from the Jets to the Raiders? You know, it, that's, that's a good question because this was uh, 1979. I had just been um, uh, uh, appointed to uh, be chairman of this, of this committee to look into racism in the NFL. Huh. This is, and, and this time, they did not have a black quarterback, black middle linebacker, black, uh, black, black uh, 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 centers. There was a position, yeah. leadership position, set aside for white players. Huh. So I was taking this committee to, to look into that. And in those days too, we had something called blackball. And when you had you made too much trouble, it yeah. was not a it was not a, a free agency process. You made too much trouble, you you find yourself out of the game. And so when I was traded to the Raiders, I literally thought that my career was over with. And uh, I remember calling Gene Upshaw and said, "Hey Gene, I, mean, you know, I had no idea it come to this point where you know I might be out of the game." He said, "Listen, Burgess." Al Davis could care less about that stuff. He just wants to win. And that is exactly why it was such a unique place to be. And then, you know, many of your audience that, that don't realize how unique and different Al Davis was in an environment where winning was more important to him than the dollar, than, than the, the, uh, the dollar bill. Uh, so uh, uh, so anyway, it was a good, good time to be in, in place there, and I'm just so thankful that I was one of those guys that the Motley crew that had a chance to great great Super Bowl win. Wow. Uh, that, that, that one was a fairly easy win for you guys, too. Well, I mean, you know, that, relatively that's speaking. Interesting. Think about this. We were we were the wild, the first wild card team. Yep. That's so, right. so we were we were a team that when we came together, uh, about, I think about, about 13 different players. That they released a lot of guys like Ken Stabler, some of you might remember that name, mm-hmm. um, uh, and a few other players. Jack Tatum, where they, they traded him off. So it was a very unique place, and we just we just. A combination of guys were so tired of losing on the previous team. We got it together. We focused on what it took to make it happen, and we just won game after game. It was just an exciting place. Well, you had Jim Plunkett from, from the Boston Patriots. 
You know, I mean, they were terrible back and then. And also X-49. Well, Jim had actually, well, again, that second chance I talked about, Jim had left the Patriots where we used to, you know, we were, we were just, we used to beat them, beat them up twice a year, yeah. along with other teams. Went to the 49ers where he sat on the bench, came to the Raiders, sat on the bench, and then when Pat Ray got hurt, Jim had a chance to do his thing again. And once again, the second chance that I talk about that makes our America, uh, our culture so great, we all had that opportunity, and we, we, we saw with Jim a chance to come back, and not only come back as the player of the year, but also most valuable player uh, in the Super Bowl game. It's, it's, a, it's a typical uh, American dream of someone who just didn't give up. Well, you know, I was going to ask you about this. I was just looking in the paper a couple days ago, and it says Raiders score big victory in Vegas. It says the Raiders just scored a huge victory in Vegas months before they'll even play a game in their new home. Apparently, they... Uh, what did they do? They they raised some eyebrows when they sold their unfinished Henderson, Nevada headquarters and practice facility for $191 million and immediately leased it back. Basically, they flipped the 56 acres of land that they bought from the city of Henderson for only $6 million. Um, and they, so they turned a profit of $185 million, more than 30 times their original, what they paid for it. Um, holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> Land has that, increased a lot around is, the Bay Area. Yeah, that, that says a lot. Um, I mean, there's some 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 very, I guess, uh, smart business people on that one. There's some strategy put in place, but but you know, and this is what what it comes down. I don't know the details of that, but keep in mind what our country comes down to is about folks who have a vision. They sit down, they make a strategy. They, there's some risk. There has to be risk always in the process. That's what you hope anyway. And from that risk, you can either lose a lot or gain a lot. And our free free market says. You take that risk and you make the right smart moves, you have a chance to make a profit. And that profit goes to now building something else. That's the American way. So, uh, again, not knowing the details, that's some very smart strategy involved with that, obviously, to, to make that kind of that kind of revenue. Hey, wow. can you tell me what it was like to work with Madden on all this? When you talk about all the different uh, personalities that are, you know, coming together. and Well, and- you know, <laughs> I... Uh, I was I, unfortunately I missed I missed John by two years. Oh, by two yeah. years. Okay, Tom Flores. Tom Flores. Oh, so that was with Flores. Okay, but, sorry. But the, but but the environment was exactly the same. See, it's it's it's, it's hard to explain when you when you, uh, you and I remember looking around the room, uh, sitting in the Super Bowl, getting ready to go out to play the biggest game of my life. Looking around the room, and wanted to thank all the guys because I looked and I saw guys like Jim Plunkett and and Lester Hayes. Let's stick them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you had John Matusak. These oh, guys that have watched like from afar, respected from a kid Hendricks, respected, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here with them in, in, same, in the same uniform, getting ready to go play the biggest game, and I could not, I wish I got up on this big chair and said, guys, thank you, because <laughs> it was such a great uh, uh, opportunity. But most importantly, because the personalities were so different. Uh, I was one of those quiet guys, but all I had to do was sit back and just watch these guys go for it and just continue to laugh, because you had crazy different players who just had their personality quirks, but they came together on Sunday and they just pulled together and made sure that their the teammates came first. Th- and and, and oh. I tell you guys, if we can understand that message and apply it to our country, we are such a diverse people, and that's the power of who we are. We have different ideas, different visions, different solutions, but if we come together in a culture say we need to make sure our kids win, that they have a better future than we do, that they're more hopeful, that they, they, they have less debt, all those things that a parent wants for a kid, we should be thinking about for our next generation. And is the fact that you have on your resume being uh, you know football player and, and Super Bowl uh, winner, uh, how much is that uh, helping your, your um, congressional uh, cause? 
<laughs> we know. I'll say that 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 win was a door opener for me. It's one thing to say you played in the NFL, but it's another thing to say that actually you won a game, you wear a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Now, now, now it's kind of a conversation starter. It's a door door opener, yeah. but you still have to show up and produce. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> At the end of the day, it, it gets you for so far, but it, it does give you an opportunity to have a conversation. Right now, for instance, because I played the Super Bowl, we have a conversation that we might not have had if I was just with the Jets, you know, playing. Yeah. I mean, eight years of not winning. Sure. So it gives an opportunity to, to share the things that are very, very important. And what is what becomes less and less important over time is the ring itself. It's the lessons learned through the process, the message that comes through from my upbringing, all those things that really can resonate to people, let, let them know this is the greatest country in the history of mankind, and we just need to make sure we, we pass those, those, that appreciation out to our kids. Now, do you, do you think the Raiders are going to be a success in Vegas? You know what? <laughs> I think that, that timing is coming. I really believe that. Uh, uh, first of all, it's going to be for sure it's a win for Vegas. It's a, it's a destination every single week. Just imagine this. People playing with the Denver Broncos, the fans, they can come to Vegas and spend a weekend and then stay until, until Monday and watch their, their team play against the Raiders. So it's a win for Vegas. I think with, with Gruden, Gruden at the, the helm and him getting a 10, 10 year contract, he can, he can, Develop this this culture that's very difficult to develop today. You know, when I was growing up, coach meant something. You respected the coach. He was everything. You didn't disrespect the coach. Yeah. Nowadays, guys are making so much money, and they just they don't quite, don't quite understand respect that like we did in old days. They literally think they can sometimes run the show. So we have an, an opportunity for a coach to come in and, and and tweak the coach the way that he wants to. One thing for sure: when those players come there, they know he's the boss. He's not going to be fired. They might be, but he's not going to. He has a ten-year contract, so it, it allows him to do something that that I would hope works out. Because I'd love to see the old school culture that that I kind of grew up in come back, where respect is big. Players know they come there; it's a job, and you act right or you get fired. I mean, it'd be kind of nice to get back to those old-fashioned ways. Wow. Oh, hey, we're going to cut to another commercial break here. Uh, we have uh, Burgess Owens on the phone. Burgess, you going to be able to stay with us one more uh, segment? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, because I go. I want to talk about this uh, something that happened with uh, some memorabilia for Kobe, and uh, get your opinion on this. So here's our second trivia question. Um, and th- now this one's an easy one. All right, I-, I had to give an easy one for Russell here. Who oh, is the thanks. only person to win the Heisman Trophy twice? Uh oh! You, you tell me you don't know that one? Holy smokes! <laughs> <laughs> wow! I know that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I like to tease Russell because sometimes he knows stuff. I go, holy smoke. I didn't have any idea about that. So that's our trivia question. Email Edward at Sports Econ 101 the answer to this question. Who is the only person to win the Heisman Trophy twice? And uh, unlike Grover Cleveland being president, this guy actually won it two years in a row. You know, Grover Cleveland didn't win two years. <laughs> I thought throw that in there. All right. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. 
Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeshoreLodge.com. Alcatraz Cruises is launching its third annual Buy One, Get One Free or BOGO ticket promotion. Although Alcatraz Cruises tours often sell out during the year, it's a priority to educate the community about the robust history of the island. As a result, Alcatraz Cruises wants to encourage local residents to experience the assets that make Alcatraz Island one of the country's most visited national parks. Offered only to Bay Area residents, this special buy one, get one free ticket promotion is available only on select dates in January and February. For more information, visit AlcatrazCruises.com slash BOGO. That's AlcatrazCruises.com slash B-O-G-O. To book this special offer, Bay Area residents can call 415-981-7625. That's 415-981-7625. Or purchase tickets at the ticket booth located at Pier 33, Alcatraz Landing. Nestled off the coast of Northern California and deep in the Redwood Forest is a high adventure, completely unlike anything you've ever experienced. Sonoma Canopy Tours invites you to experience new heights with two unique courses, each a two and a half hour guided eco tour that includes multiple zip lines, sky bridges, a majestic spiral staircase, and a rappel to the forest floor, where you'll be immersed in the unparalleled beauty of the world famous California coastal redwoods. It's an adventure you'll never forget. Whether you're a first-timer or a veteran zipliner, Sonoma Canopy Tours has an exciting experience tailored just for you. An unforgettable adventure soaring from tree to tree, enjoying nature in a spectacular way. From panoramic forest views to thrillingly deep ravines, it's an adrenaline rush like no other, right in the heart of Sonoma County and just 30 minutes west of Santa Rosa. Plan your zipline adventure today. Contact Sonoma Canopy Tours at 888-494-7868 or go to SonomaCanopyTours.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Russell Jackman and our special guest, Burgess Owens, who's played for uh, not only the Jets, but the Raiders. Hey, by the way, do you remember, Burgess, um, that uh, again, just to remind the audience who uh, was tuning in a little bit late, Burgess was the only player t- in the uh, Jets organization to score a kickoff return in all of the decade of the 1970s. Who did you do that against? That was against uh, Denver. That Denver. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I was say hey, you better re- better remember that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So. My, my, my rookie year. It's amazing how that how that uh, that process lasted so long. Boy, I was going to say that that must have been such a high. We're scoring that touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. All right. So uh, here was our second trivia question: Who's the only person to win the Heisman Trophy twice? Boy, you know, I, I was thinking. Go Jackson, but you helped me to understand that wasn't it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Archie Griffin uh, from Ohio State. Archie, Archie okay. Griffin, remember that? 
Yeah, we're, and we're talking off air how, uh, for some reason, when he got into the pros, he just, he, he I think he went to the Bengals because they were the worst yep. team in 73. And I, I just, I, I, he just didn't last that long. I he did last. I remember that. So yeah. Archie Griffin. Was it USC, was it USC that, uh, that he came out of? Or? Uh, Ohio State. Ohio State, yes. yeah. Ohio State. So, I mean, he was phenomenal in college, but uh, there's a big difference between college and pros, isn't there? It is. It's not only a difference in the the um, uh, in the competition, but it's also if you're fortunate enough to be able to be with the right team, where your talents can be highlighted. Because uh, sometimes it's just a matter of getting a, a, good, a better line. And, you know, there's a lot of things that going. I was very fortunate to play with the Jets, and they needed at that point needed some defensive backs, so I was able to really fit in pretty well. Um, but half the battle is not only your talent, but where you fit in, and you have the, the talent around you where you kind of show up. And it was uh, oh, goodness. Did- Thank goodness I ended up with the Raiders with a lot of talent around me, and, and I had the chance to play at the very end of my career. Uh, it feels good to have won, won for sure. Sure. Did uh, did Broadway Joe uh, retire before you? I can't remember what year he retired. I, I, I played with Joe for three years. Really good okay. guy. Uh, it was his, his last three years, my first three years. Ah. And the one thing, the one thing about that era, it was during a time when they didn't they didn't draft quarterbacks to give their starting quarterbacks any pressure. So when Joe would go down on an injury, we, our season was done with. I remember, the, wow. I think my second year, the third game, he got hurt, and we knew the rest of the year was done because we wow. didn't have a backup that was even close to being a competitor. So, uh, so it was it was exciting to play with him because he was just a good guy and, and somebody I still respect to, uh, today. Uh, it was the downside is that he was at the downside of his career yeah. when winning football games, and after a while, I get very, very old. Well, you know, it's interesting you talk about the backup quarterbacks because I still remember uh, when Johnny Unitas got hurt, Earl Morrill came in and and was phenomenal, and then when he got traded to the Dolphins, when Bob Greasy got hurt, Earl Morrill came in again. This, they called him the Cinderella Man. So they they did have those backup quarterbacks, but it, but you know, gosh, if you were on a team that didn't have a good one, man, yeah, you're right. I can see you're being done. Well, Remember the quarterback, the backup quarterback for the Raiders, and it's, it's, it's going to come to mind in a minute. He was also the kicker. Um, I, George, I, I, Bland, I, George, like, George Blanda. George Blanda. George Blanda. Yeah, he was, was good. You know, someone, you know, that's when I was a kid. To see a, 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 an older guy like that to come in, he's quarterback, and then he go back and kick a field goal. Yeah. And he was, he was a backup the whole time. So it was kind of cool. That's, again, this creativity of the teams in those days. And players really stepping up and just doing whatever it takes to make it happen. And, you know, it was the day when you get a little, little woozy, hit, get a hit and get a woozy, they put yeah. that little sauce on your nose. Yeah. <laughs> you take the head and you go back out on the field. Uh, that's it. So yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people don't uh, remember Daryl LaMonica. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and he went, boy, that guy could throw like 80 something yards, perfect spiral. He just didn't, he never got enough credit for what he could do. What? So, hey, moving on here, I, I have a, a little, uh, couple of things I want to talk about. One is, so an on, online marketplace, eBay, we all know them, right, is refusing to sell any memorabilia from Kobe or Gianna Bryant's public memorial due to a policy that prohibits sellers from profiting off of human tragedy or, su- or suffering. But it says here, Nate D. Sanders Auctions is hosting a Kobe Bryant auction on Thursday featuring one of his jerseys from his All-Star season in 1998-99 and the bidding for the jersey starts at 20000 So it's kind of interesting that they also include several basketballs signed by Bryant which starting at 3750 apiece as well as trading cards and all that and it's sort of like okay wait a minute, you just said that you're not going to be able to profit but then that's no, not that's eBay and then you got another auction house which is profiting from it Kind of, yeah. What do you think? Well, you know, and this is this is where uh, you know the emotions that we all have kind of 
up against the free market because the free market says if somebody wants to um, have someone they respect, uh, a, 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 a member of their life, they should be able to get it. And those, those somebody who has it should be able to sell it. At the same time, it's, 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 it's been such a short time of, of mourning. And, and that's the one thing that Kobe, uh, his life really um, impacted all of our lives. And it's an interesting way yeah. that happened because it wasn't just his, his performance on the, on the basketball field, the I mean, yeah, basketball yeah. court, mm-hmm. the, uh, the commitment to, to excellence. But it's what he did with his kids and his wife and his family afterwards that, that we look to and say, you know, he, he, he left a legacy that we all look forward to, to making sure that we can kind of be, kind of be part of that process. To, you know, go through ups and downs, but at the end of the day, have people respect you because of the man that you are and the man that you were. So it's a tough call there, um, and I, I, don't, I don't know if we have an answer. Because at the end of the day, it's supply and demand. Yeah. We want to have a piece of Kobe and uh, and his and his talents and his memory, and and that's what comes through things like you know the memorabilia. And how long will eBay keep that policy in force? Right. I mean, if it's three years from now, are they going to not allow people to sell any Kobe Bryant uh, jerseys or anything? Yeah. I wonder. Well, it, you have to have to kind of. It, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, you you, you there's a good question. So what is the what is the red line? At what point do you say, okay, now you can do that? Um, and and there's another another company that allows for people to trade and, and buy and sell like that. It will give those other companies an opportunity to, to finally maybe make a little flip. Yeah, there's nothing illegal the about day, it. No, 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 it's not illegal. Away. Yeah, yeah, they were just trying to policy, you know, prohibiting from, from human tragedy. Uh, moving on, one last thing here that I wanted to bring up, and then I'll let you guys talk about whatever you want. Um, the Olympics in Japan. I wonder how much the coronavirus is going to affect. Oh, that's a big one, isn't it? There's already a school July? in Hillsburg, California, that is canceling class because of the coronavirus. And, and you know, you think about the fact that that might not, you know, have a solution till April. You know, are yeah. they going to keep the kids out of school till April? And then extend their school year? I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, how do you know when your kids aren't going to get infected by a virus? It's not like there's a stopwatch you can put on. Yeah. And here's the, down, here's the other side of it is that uh, someone who just, I think, passed away yesterday was, was actually, they knew he was infected. They put him in quarantine for a couple of weeks, and they thought he was okay. He came out, and he wasn't okay. So so this this is one of those things, guys. You know, we, we, face, we face the unknown so many times in, in our country's lifetime. It's, you know, so we do. The, the, the key to it, what makes us unique and different, is that we will be creative enough to figure out, number one, what is the solution. I have a feeling we'll be the ones to come up with a solution for this. In the meanwhile, we're going to have to be very creative in how to protect those around us that we love. You know, be, yeah. I'm, I'm, at, I'm sitting at a, uh, right now and at, uh, looking at a Congress uh, session in, in, uh, in Salt Lake City. Uh, we're now going around and, and, and fist pumping instead of shaking hands because, because that oh, yeah. is kind of people yeah. now aware. This is something we have to be careful about. So we're having the right conversation. We don't have the answers yet. But I can promise you, of all the countries who come up with the right solution and, and protect their people the best, we are going to do that. I heard, Every I place heard, that has hand sanitizer is sold out. Yeah, I, I know. I heard that. Um, I heard Israel was working on something that yeah. theoretically in 90 days they're going to have something. Well, I, was, that, I, I should put them in the end of that mix. You're right. Those yeah. guys are totally solution-oriented. Yeah. 90 days, though, the, the lifespan of that virus will probably be passed anyway. So... It'll probably be, that's you what, know. That's, that's what we hope. But I tell you what, uh, one thing for sure, uh, whoever comes up with a solution, the free market is going to reward them big time. 
And what I'm hoping is that we do that as a country, and then what we do best, we produce it, and we will share it. We'll share it with the yeah. entire world. See, that's not what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that we're going to do the exact opposite. And if we do come up with a cure, we're going to sell it to the highest bidder. That's the system well, we have we, now. Well, when you say we, you're talking about a specific pharmaceutical yeah. company? Yes. I mean, yes. It's not the United yes. States in general, No, it won't be. I, It'll be some pharmaceutical company will do like they've done for everything else well, that they yeah, come up you, with. You can get a flu shot for free. Yeah, right? but that's because the government subsidizes it. You but, can't, I mean, don't you think they do that for uh, We have coronavirus? shown no indication of, of saying that we would pay, that the government would uh, pay for something like uh, that. Uh, this, this is this my, my thought, the way that we normally operate. When we see misery around the world, we're the ones that, that show up. Yeah, the ones that go true. out there. If we think I, we I can make some money off of it. No. I talk to the people of Puerto Rico talk and to talk people, to people of, what about of Africa and Haiti. Right. Talk we, to we, people we, of Haiti about how my, and Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, they're American citizens, okay. and that country still hasn't been rebuilt after all those years of yeah, but disaster. Yeah, no, but I'm talking. But what about the ones that we do help that we're not getting anything? Like like Darfur. And, I'd like you know, to see. I'd like Somalia. to see us do something about Puerto Rico. Well, of course we can't have. But they're actually U.S. citizens. They're I actually. I understand. We don't do anything about. But, but them. I guess what Burgess was saying was that you know it's like we sometimes we do help countries. And situations where we don't get anything in uh, in benefit. I mean, again, you I've at- tried to be quiet about all of this and be polite about it, <laughs> okay, but I, I, this is I a part where I'm not going to sit back. Because <laughs> I had a chance to go to Haiti uh, last year, and you talk about a dark country, a, a place that's no hope. Yeah. But that's the reason why there's no hope is not because there's not people plowing in information or, or help. It's because it's corruption. When you have a country when where people are not are, are in, in that country, not looking out for their for their own people, that they take the money and they steal. That's where you have a pretty place like 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 Haiti, and the problem, unfortunately, even with Puerto Rico, the the, the, the the young lady who was overseeing the whole process that has now now been been charged with fraud because they've taken millions and millions of dollars to sort of go to the people and and pocket it. So it's not it's not that we don't give, we give more than any country mm-hmm. in the history of mankind. That's what we do. It's natural with us. Is on the other side, do they yeah. take and give back or do they take and pocket? And across around the world, there is corruption, corruption throughout Africa, uh, uh, oh. Haiti. And I tell you, Haiti is a place you show up for three hours and you want to go home because there's so much, unfortunately, so much darkness down there and mm-hmm. hopelessness. So it's not, it's not that America's not doing their job. We do our best, but countries have to do their best also. Well, yeah, and there was a, someone that turned me on to a, a movie called, I think it was called Poverty, Inc., and it basically showed how we helped, uh, you know, we helped countries. I think they were talking specifically in a part, some part of Africa. And, and when they got in there and they talked to the, the Africans themselves, they said, you know what, we need a helping hand, but we don't need you to just give us all this free rice because what ends up happening is all the farmers who were um, producing all these crops, they're going out of business because why would anyone pay for stuff if they can get it for free? Get free. So the subsidize, you know, you got to be like when there's a, a disaster. Yeah, you help, but then you get out and let the country fend, you know, quote fend for themselves. It seemed to be that yeah. that seemed to be the best. <laughs> that is the truth that goes across the board, guys. That's why this country we talk about meritocracy. Um, I mean, I grew up in a community where we were very, very proud of how hard we worked. Uh, matter of fact, I I, uh, I decided to take a biology to to, to uh, graduate in biology when I left. Left Tallahassee to go to University of Miami. I was the third Black American to, to go to University of Miami. Wow. And when I went to when I went to Miami, I went to get a biology degree. And when I, I remember in my third my third year in college, I decided I didn't want to do biology anymore. I didn't want to do marine biology. The reason why I kept going is because when I left high school, there was a guy who said I couldn't do it. Yeah. I think the blacks <laughs> were, were smart enough to do it. 
So I lived in that library, not because I loved marine biology so much, because I wanted to prove that guy wrong. Wow. It's the way we are, guys. And, and yeah. we, if we adapt that again, I don't care what culture we are, if we adapt that again, tell me I can and I'll show you why we can. Don't give me something free. Give me a handout, not a handout. There you go. We do right. that again, and we'll be in good shape. Well, you know that, that old saying, you know, give a man a fish, he's got fish for a day, teach him to fish, and he'll sit in a boat drinking beer all day long. All right, here's our third <laughs> trivia question. <It's>, I, <laughs> I figured I'd get you on that one. Who holds the major league uh, record for career strikeouts as a batter? So we got a baseball question here. Who holds the major league record for career strikeouts as a batter? All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. 
Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman, our special guest, Burgess Owens. Question number uh, three, who holds the major league record for strikeouts, uh, career strikeouts as a batter? Anyone? Babe Ruth. No. No, I'd say I was going to go with Hank Aaron. No. No, but another another power hitter, though. Who who has a lot of home runs also? Reggie Jackson. Oh, wow. He holds the record. Yeah, big big strikeout. I mean, you know what? Babe Ruth would have been a good good answer because he did – strike out a lot. I just know that run. Hank Aaron didn't have a super average. No. Average, no. So I was thinking that might be. No, but he was a good, good, good home run hitter. Yes. Anyway, uh, Burgess, it was um, awesome to uh, have you uh, on the show yet again. We'll definitely have to have you on. Hopefully you'll uh, win your congressional seat. And uh, we're gonna, here's our uh, thoughts for the day. Every champion was once a contender that refused to give up. Isn't that true? Or got lucky. That. Well, no, but I mean, he refused to give up, right? He was at one point he was a contender. I could have been a contender, and uh, one time I was in the gym uh, when I saw a beautiful blonde pass by, and I asked the trainer standing next to me, "What machine should I, I should use to impress her?" He looked me up and down and said, "I recommend the ATM in the lobby." But I'm pumped. Or a hearse. Ouch. Or a hearse. Yeah, that's not a machine. That doesn't help me. All right. Uh, Burgess Owens, uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, for those who uh, will remember, Burgess won a Super Bowl with the Raiders against the Eagles. Are you still watching a lot of football? I, I really don't watch nowadays. Uh, you know, raising six kids, you kind of put a focus. Oh my gosh, yeah. But I, I, I Ed, Ed and Russell, I really appreciate that too. Talk to you guys was fun. It was a fun time with you. And absolutely. Let's do it again. We're All absolutely. right. Have a great Thanks day. Again. Thanks for being All our right. guest. Okay. All right, and with that, we're gonna cut out. So here's our closing thoughts. I thought again. you already just, gave the closing we are closing thoughts. thoughts. But here's our. Here's our, our, really our final, our, here's our final line. Tune in next week to the best of best of investing. See, I do the other show and yeah. got me all discombobulated. I got to read this. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We'll also be asking sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. That's right. Good night, America. Yeah. Good night, America. <laughs> so long.